There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon and uh, welcome. It is the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this cloudy Thursday. It feels like a cloudy day. It does. It matches our mood. (laughs) This is, you know, this has just been such a hard week. And I think people are riveted right now if you're not glued to your TV watching the hearings that are going on um, in Washington. I just, you've been crying all day. Do you have trigger tears? I had trigger tears. I mean, you, I'm, she, Lori never cries, people. Never cries. But you haven't been able to stop since the movie last night. Well, but, but that was more like the movie. But this morning, I just, I don't know. It just, it hit me when I was listening to Dr. Ford. And I I just, when she said, you know, that she remembered them laughing. And I mean, I think of like... Like, even when you told your story the other day about the boys assaulting you in that car, you wouldn't be able to remember the street or what house party you're at. You just remember what they did and how you felt, right? Mm-hmm. And then it made me remember about the your the guy I babysat for right? and what he did. And really, the I couldn't tell you if it was summer, winter, spring, or fall. Mm-hmm. I just remember the grade I was in. And that we're in this Papasan chair looking at the Sticky Fingers Rolling Stone album. And, you know, I have a very, I don't want to say who my family it is, but something horrific happened to her at 13. She's never told my mom about it. My mom knows about it Mm -hmm. only because of me. And she only told me maybe 15 years ago. Right. She's never talked to my dad about it. Mm -hmm. She couldn't tell you. If it was spring, I mean, it, yeah. it's just, it, it just struck me as I felt for her so much. And I just, I think it's a time of reckoning, Lori. It, it, is. A, it is a time of reckoning. This is a human situation and it's a, it's a woman's situation. And for men who love women, yeah. it's a situation for them too. Cause I've had conversations with men who are just kind of outraged that they never saw it from that perspective before. They and they realize how prevalent it, it, and it that's is. It. And I've heard so many stories from colleagues. I've heard stories from friends. Um, I want to thank all the listeners that you have shared your very personal stories right. that were not alone out there. And, and I just think it's something that is just, I don't, 
it's just so overwhelming the emotions about your abuse and And just hearing other people's just today busy phillips she said she was raped at 16 14 14 excuse me never told anyone no until recently well this she said that that christine ford sarah highland also is coming up from modern family women are coming that happened during high school we haven't felt empowered and emboldened to speak out exactly for the reason of what's happening to Dr. Ford. I mean, mm-hmm. Mr. Kavanaugh got up and attacked and he, he was just so angry and every people have been so dismissive of her. I've heard from, oh, it's a conspiracy and it's this and that. It isn't that. I think you said it yesterday. What what is so wrong with having integrity and character? And if you are, you didn't do it, why wouldn't you want an investigation and have the FBI talk to everybody involved to clear your name? Mm -hmm. But but being forceful and pointing your fingers at women and, and telling them, well, so what? It happened a long time ago. It shouldn't matter. It's not sitting well with the women of America. <laughs> and and we and I would say it's deeply upsetting. And I would say it's not sitting well. It it is deeply upsetting to women. And I think the the thing that is so upsetting is that people question the victim. The victim. And you're and, lying. You're right. making this up as if it's so much fun to to make this up and, you know, have your life under scrutiny. I talked to this, my family member, and I said, how are you doing this morning? She's, well, I'm, I, I'm not watching it because it will be too upsetting to me. And I'm going to be like you. I said, well, don't worry. I cried for you all morning. And she said, I don't know what I would do if this person ever was in the news as doing something. She said, she goes, I don't think I could be as brave as that woman. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could say it. I'm still to this day ashamed. And it happened to her. She was 13 and she's 53 now. And I think, Lori, <laughs> and I think, and you know, if you want to call in and talk about this, I, I just feel like, you know, a year ago, the Me Too thing happened and we were kind of just focused on actresses and actors, you know, and how... Mm-hmm. How it, the Hollywood it, how system... How the Hollywood works. system ruined people's careers. And, and then and, we did move into, you know, some of the, the complete sexual harassment that happened at work. At work, we've gone through that. And then, but I feel like for some reason... We have forgotten about what had happened in high school, junior high, and What's college. happened to us. Yeah. And that it doesn't, you know, because it's so long ago for some of us, it didn't matter, it didn't happen... And I've just been off all week. Same. I just, yeah, and you've been off. And I just feel like a lot of people are just needing to be heard, needing it to be okay to step forward and be heard. If, if and you want. If you want. I mean, if we you got want an it. email yesterday from somebody who, who had been raped. And she's just like, you know, it's a violent crime that stays with you your whole life. Mm-hmm. You don't ever really recover from it. Right. There's a level of just innocence and, and uh. I was, here's what, here's the weirdest thing for me. Okay. Cause I've just started to, um, there was an editorial in the Star Tribune, probably about, it was around the same time that that young woman jogger, the college student in Iowa was found. Mm-hmm. 
um, dead. She was, yep, she was out on a jog. Mm-hmm. And she is murdered and buried, you know. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then the runner last someone in the search room wrote this amazing article after that and i've and it's just resonated and i wanted a time to talk about it but and i even threw it out because i've been carrying it around for Mm -hmm. so long and we just never got to it and um knowing that this is we're entertainment we're a happy place but i feel like this is just a woman condition and this is something that i think we need to talk about and support our sisters Mm -hmm. and and that for me the absolute constant thought of my safety as a woman yeah i can't when we left the cat video festival i was so scared walking to my car alone thinking what do i have on me that's pointy mm-hmm. when we when i used to park was, downtown yeah what scares me when i want to go running but it's dark i can't because i'm a woman the things i can't do as a woman in that poor golfer at iowa state is just golfing yeah alone and gets taken you know women have had to worry about our security forever and it's maddening no and i hate parking in a parking ramp for safety issues i always want a surface or a street lot Mm -hmm. because i don't trust parking lots i don't trust parking ramps and as a woman this is what we've been dealing with forever yeah and i've hated ever since the key fobs went to the fobs and without the big sharp object because i used to carry my key in as like a bloody knuckles that was what my dad told me don't ever go to your car without your key in your hand like that and now i'm gonna get you with my buzzer yeah right stay away it's got the horn you can press a horn Oh, I didn't. Yeah, it has the panic button. It oh, does I, have I didn't that. Know that? But mm-hmm. oh, yeah, gosh, yeah it does have that. There. But it is sort of. I mean, Donnie, you have a daughter, and yep. I'm indeed. sure she has shared. Maybe, maybe not. But I, you, you seem to be somebody with the relationship with your daughter. Like she tells you everything. She Plus, does. she's a lot younger than we are, so it's a different sort of a yes thing. Yes. Yeah. But, but it's something that we have always had to deal with. Yeah, and it just and guys came just to don't me. think it, about it. Yeah. Unless they have been a boy that's been abused, then they carry all of that. And men are even less likely to come forward. Absolutely. Okay, Donnie, do we have names? Uh, We have uh, Cindy. Hey, Cindy. Welcome to uh, my talk. Hi. uh, By the way, uh, uh, I uh, thank you for your kind reply to my email. Uh, And I just so love you guys sharing this on a lighter platform uh, because it it does affect all of us, and um, um, it, as I mentioned in my email, I was lucky enough to have a dad who, at a young age, said, "Hey, you know, you don't need to um, take this stuff." And I don't, you know, know why. Maybe his own experiences. And I have two daughters; they're grown, and I told them, um, you know, you, things will happen, but you have to be able to step up and. And maybe you need to take a class or just be feel like, hey, I don't deserve this. And 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 uh, uh, for some women, they can't imagine maybe that they would ever fathom being able to defend themselves. And I think that's one place to start is is not you know because predators do go after victims. Mm-hmm. And 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 it could be an instant situation like at a party or anything and uh or in the workplace and and so um i am so i i feel grateful that i personally didn't i don't have any real um at least that i know of psychological ramifications from it um maybe because i was told 
by my dad, which is probably really rare that, you know, you, you don't, you know, you, you don't let people mess around with you. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the thing I'd like to see more women get, grab their, you know, wrap their heads around like, hey, you don't have to take this. And maybe it's easier for me to say because, oh, it only happened at a party. My career never depended on it. And it's just great to hear um, all this coming up and especially you guys sharing it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So much. Yeah, and I mean, there, there is always the thing, and about you know, I remember when uh, my bonus daughter moved to Chicago, and I know we'll take a break and we'll come mm-hmm. back to some calls, but I, I did. I remember telling her, "Don't ever leave your drink alone, right. even if the bartender says he's right. going to watch it. Don't ever leave a girlfriend." In any kind of an inebriated state, you have to be on a buddy system because she was moving to Chicago. Right. Not that something like that could, I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. told her the same thing here. But there is, you know, there are situations where, you know, something happens to you and you're incapacitated and you can't. I mean, my dad taught me how to knee a boy. Yeah. Uh, I, I think my sister and I were in seventh grade. He showed us exactly how to do it. In my case, I was so stunned. I did. I you was could, paralyzed. Of course, and you were in a car seat, and you had two boys mm-hmm. that had their hands all over mm-hmm. you. What the hell are you going to do? Nothing. You're not in the position no. to, you know, do anything. No. So, all right. When we come back, people are calling, and uh, we're going to take some calls, and then at three thirty, we are going to give you the the early best review movie. of Stars Born. The Vikings are playing tonight. If they don't win, we're deep doo-doo. Um, big time. Like, what happened to our Super Bowl con- contending team? So we're keeping our fingers crossed. Everyone's jealous of my old school Alan Page jersey I'm wearing today. Where'd you get I, that? I don't know. I've had it forever. Right. I've had it forever. And I and I, everyone is always like, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. If you're just joining us, um, we're talking about our own personal... Um, our own personal experiences with assault this week. And it's been really emotional. And we've heard from so many of you um, on all different levels about, you know, you're supposed to be everything entertainment. Why are we getting so heavy? You, This is not political. It isn't political at all. This is a woman's issue. And I think this is a big issue. And it's an emotional reckoning. And it, and it doesn't happen to everybody. Not every woman's been assaulted. But I bet every single one of us knows someone and um it's just a i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Time for women to be heard wherever you're, if you need to be. it's It feels like it's more of a safe place right now. And I think that's why I came forward this week and Lori's talked about her experience and we're just asking people to weigh in. Um, and, uh, you know, if you want to be a part of this conversation, great. Um, we've got Sandy on the line, Sandy. 
Hi, how are you? Hi, Sandra D. Do people always call you that? Yes. Yes. (laughs) A lot. A lot. So I was sexually abused from the third grade through the seventh grade. And it turned me into, so I became a very wild, um, you know, drinking, cruising bars, promiscuous sex for years, getting arrested. It just changed me as a person entirely. I sobered up, and that certainly helped. And after dealing with some of that, I never told my mom. I never told my dad. Mm-hmm. So nobody even talked about it back then. Right. But, um, of course, after I married a great guy in 1990, and I was about nine years sober, and I had a nervous breakdown because everything came flooding back to me about the abuse that I had just stuffed. I'd never done anything with it. Right. And it was a horrible situation. But I was lucky to get some help, and I had this guy. Who loved you? Who was my husband stand by me. I I never thought that would happen. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. I thought that he would leave. And um, are you still there? Yeah, we're just listening. I feel sad for the story. When I uh, grew, when I was in my early twenties and everything working, I was also I had big boobs, so I was also always touched inappropriately. Always said something to me. I mean, I put up with it all my life, yeah, and didn't say anything. And my I was talking to a bunch of women my age, and they said the same thing that they they also went through abuse, sexual abuse or harassment or something, and they never said anything. Um, you know, so a lot of people have just learned how to stuff everything. You're but sorry. I think what's happening is that we're getting out now, and, you know, people are moving forward, and they're telling what happened to them. And we certainly don't want to see these keep repeating on, you know, generation after generation. I've got two great-granddaughters. I would certainly not want anything to happen to them. Did you? So, can I? Can we ask you? Did you watch any of uh, any of Christine? Just the hearing this morning. I mean, was that upsetting for no, you? No, I did not watch. You it. didn't. Okay. And did you not no, watch it because it would be upsetting? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I just had made the decision already. Yeah. So. And Sandy, I think you're right about that because about we don't want future young. Boys and girls. I mean, boys and girls. Boys and girls. And I think of what's gone on with the Catholic Church. That's another disaster. Yes. And a horrible, horrible thing. Horrible, horrible thing. I mean, lifelong changes tragedy your life. just changes yeah. your life. And I'm so glad. It changes your life forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you know, that you married a great guy. And got help. Yeah, I'm yeah. very grateful. I had to get sober first. But yeah. That was part of the healing. And then. Um, but, you know, I was really overwhelmed and distraught when I had a breakdown. I I could not believe how this stuff came up. And I was scared. I was I was just petrified. Right. And I was with, you know, my guy, my husband, and I didn't want him to know. And I thought I was going to leave. And, you know, it's just horrible to go through this. Yeah. And, the, and the shame, which is so long because it happened to you. And the shame you carry around. Right. Mm-hmm. We have to go yeah, because no. we're going to, you know, our time is running up here. I know. Well, thanks for listening. Thank I love you. you guys. You know, Sandy, I think you brought up a really good point is that it's allowing people to have conversations about this. Yeah. Thank I've discussed you. it with both my boys yeah. again, and we already have. Donnie, do you have time for one more call? I don't know. We've got like 30 seconds. Okay, All let's right. try. Yeah. You want to try? Okay. Yep. 
Go ahead. It's Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, how are you? Good. We have like 12 seconds. Sorry. 12 seconds. Okay. I was raped and harassed after it. And I don't think that people always make the connection that for me, I have gone into hoarding because of being raped in my home. And that's a connection that may not be made. Um, it's, and I like that you said it changes you fundamentally because mm-hmm. it's certainly now trying to submerge. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Oh, so much trending online this afternoon. Let's go to the world of pop culture and entertainment, shall we? Where Survivor trending today because Canadians are now eligible to per, to uh, participate in the long-running CBS reality series. And interested Canadians are being urged to apply for the upcoming season. What, are they running out of Americans? Could be. Oh, okay. Something tells me maybe they're going to be in Canada for the next season of Survivor. Just saying. Uh, some a pair of shoes trending today. <laughs> yeah, a pair of high heels believed to be the world's most expensive shoes. Well, they debuted at Dubai's Burj Al Arab Hotel, and they're valued at seventeen million dollars. And uh, just like the Countess once saying, "Money can't buy you class." Go take a look at them online if you want. And also, Moth Lamp is trending. Look, we got to dig really deep today for some of the things that are trending. So this is a new meme. If you want to be in the know. Because your kids are. It's a moth and a lamp. That is the new power couple of the meme world. So people are photoshopping moths into pre-existing memes and making moth jokes. Look, stay with me, people here, okay? <laughs> also trending is House of Cards. The latest teaser for the final season of House of Cards is out right now. Season 6 debuts on Netflix November 2nd. That's what's trending here at my talk. Weather is brought to you not by a moth, but by uh, Belladur Med Spa. Uh, chance of showers, partly cloudy tonight, 41. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for uh, calling, and we're getting some nice email. I did get one lady who wanted to scold me, but I just wrote back to her, and I, I wouldn't hire somebody who had allegations like that to uh, clean the restrooms here. So that's, you know, I was just like, you know, something like that. That's, that's as simple as that. Okay. So this one is just res- it, this yeah, is it, resonating yeah, with us. We're, I mean, so anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. We saw, woo, we saw a movie last night, A Star is Born. The premiere is going to be, you, everyone, it's going to be movie theaters on the 5th of October. And that's when the album comes out. But you can pre-order your album on iTunes for eleven ninety nine, which I just did. And um, some select theaters are letting you go. AMC. My mom and my sister are going next Wednesday. Yes, I told, I tweeted that out last week, I yeah. think, but it is. You can check at AMC theaters. You can buy, pre-buy your tickets. No, but they're showing it before the official movie Yeah, but date. you got to pre-buy the tickets yes. through the website. Yeah. yeah. So, anywho, it is very, very exciting. It's A+. Plus. It's so fantastic. Bradley Cooper... Julia and I just kept squeezing each other's arms. Every <laughs> time. <gasps> He's beautiful. He's so good. You know, good. and I think... That, that movie was so good. It's a new instant classic. It, it's so good. And I think what was, you know, I went back and read some reviews, Lori, and just kind of confirming what we thought about it. So I can't just say it was 20 minutes too long. Because it, it wasn't. It ended when it needed to end. But the the... Lady Gaga is the one that I've never seen her on, you know, whatever she acts on that American Horror Story. I've never seen her act. I feel like we saw her as Stephanie Germanata. Like yes. The person and 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 she, she was, was a revelation. And she was completely 
Undersc- natural. Underscored in her makeup. I mean, un- she didn't look flashy at all. I think all. that's her natural hair color. She it looks, is. She looked that, lovely. I really felt that, like they showed a real person and the transformation of a real person into a star. Into a star. And you got to feel it, what it felt like to be up on stage with her singing because you were singing to the audience, you know, from her perspective. You got to see this chemistry between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. That I never, I never gave her any hoots patoots about being an actress. She's got the chops. I completely forget that she's Lady Gaga. Oh, it in that isn't movie, until she, that she's turned into the pop star that you got, you see. You it. see a little bit, but it, the movie was so funny, so so funny. The beginning of the yep. movie, how it starts off, it's just completely charming. This is a date movie this is mm-hmm. a girlfriend movie mm-hmm. this is a if you love the chris christopherson barbara streisand you will love this one just as much mm. and it's that bradley in a different Co- way cooper can sing oh and sam elliott oh i love sam elliott and of course supporting us k who yeah Andrew Andrew Dice Dice Clay. Clay Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, dave chappelle i guess yes she is a small part yeah. academy awards all around mm-hmm. let's soundtrack actress Bradley Cooper, director, director, it's, it's, bam, it's everything. Now let's listen to the song, the shallow. You can buy this right now, but I'm not buying it because I bought the whole album. Okay. But this is the first CD. This is the first single. In all the good times I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times I fear myself. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? I'm falling In all the good times I find myself longing It and I think and they wrote that this, song together. They did. Lori, he he wrote a ton of the songs on yeah. this. It, it's just, it's one of those. It's a classic, like you said, Lori. And I it's think, an instant classic. It's so so. And good. she didn't overact. I'm impressed with her. Oh my god, I'm so impressed with her. And I really and was, the transformation of Bradley Cooper. Oh my word, he's amazing. Amazing that he directed, sang, wrote. Do you think he Even was playing the, way, the guitar? I don't know. Danny, could you check that if he was playing the guitar? He took a year and a half. Kelly, who went with us last night, he took a year and a half to train for that role, to mm. learn how to sing. Maybe he I, maybe he learned how to play guitar. I mean, I have no guitar. idea because oh the gosh. guitar playing was amazing. And then Kelly also told me that the band 
that is Jackson Maine's band in the movie mm-hmm. is Willie Nelson's backing band, including, I don't know if it's two sons or one son. Really? That's yeah. just such a cool note. Yeah. Because they were really good. Because Willie Nelson's boys know how to play the guitar and they oh, sure. were with him yeah. and... It, they even noticed, did you notice they worked in a Willie reference? Oh, yes, the they movie? did. Yep. I did get a call from a gentleman who must have seen it like you saw. Yeah. It, and he thinks that Andrew Dice Clay, he is was, he Bradley Cooper's dad? No, it's Lady Gaga's, Lady Gaga's dad. dad. He thinks he Allie. deserves a supporting actor Oscar. He was, fantastic. he was fantastic. I mean, the whole movie, it was just such a mix of. It was fresh, too, though, Lord. Yes. It was such a fresh update because it was also showing the making of a pop star. Yes. And it's so modern. It's happening right yeah, now. It, it it's happening really, right now. Right now, but I think people will like it. It's it lived up to the hype because we have been talking about this movie for a year, at least at least a year. We've been talking about more because Clint Eastwood was going to do it with Beyonce. Maybe it's two years that we've been talking <laughs> about this movie, but it was really good. I think people are going to love it, and we just give it a big thumbs up. Yeah, it's not going to be disappointing. No, and I do like to go to movies out at that movie theater. At those shops at West End. Yeah. Or, yeah, the nice, Icon. That's Icon. a nice movie theater. Well, if you go upstairs, yeah, you can have a cocktail. That's right. I've done that. You can order food. Here's my other thing, though, for A Star is Born. Bring a pack of tissues. Oh, Lori. I had to use I know. my buttery popcorn I, napkins. <laughs> so when I left the theater, <laughs> you, okay, I had Lori, butter on my face because I had have real butter popcorn. She did. You pay a dollar extra. Uh-huh. For real butter, and yeah. then I had so much butter and tears on the inside of my glasses. You were, I could, I had to follow these people to the elevator because I, could, my, I had left my sunglasses in the car and I didn't want to scratch my glasses. No and it was uh, this young couple; they'd never even seen the Barbara Streisand oh, one. They haven't. No, well, they were like yeah, maybe yeah. in their twenties, right, right? And they just were like blown away at how good it was. And then I had to call my. Um, my sister, the good one, the nice one, and um, <laughs> like Glenda, the good witch. Yeah, uh, I do. I do. I have a, I have a good. I have, there's a good witch and a bad witch, and we even make a joke about it. Right, I Which know one? you do, okay. and I've met them both. They're both. Um, but my the good sister, when that movie came out, so whatever grade, nineteen seventy six. Okay, yes. so she would have been like in maybe I was like in maybe, seventh grade. Yeah, okay? I, so I was probably in eighth. So. She and her friend Georgia, the week, I never knew this, the week that movie came out, they went and saw it every single day. They bought it, they snuck into the theater, bought another ticket. She said, I've seen that movie 50 times, you know, and she said, I love everything about that movie. And I'm like, you're going to love everything about this movie. And I'm trying to think of what is really compelling. That's, I mean, obviously. How did Bradley Cooper talk gravelly? Like, um, he kind of sounded like his older brother, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. He he had a very he like learned how to have sort of this guttural mm-hmm. desert accent. Well, it was, uh, you could tell like it's from. Well, yeah, he had like a southern gravelly yeah. voice. I've never so he's he, super talented, is what we've learned. Yeah, boy, and 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 also to his girlfriend, Arena Shrink Shake Shake. He can talk dirty and whisper words of endearment in fluent French. 
No, oh, if, Lori, that if, just, that, if that if that doesn't, doesn't make everyone swoon, if that doesn't and make they have a darling one-year-old daughter, yeah, but 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 that you're that you're get, that he can touch. Is Casey going to have to learn French? No, though? he isn't because he's fluent in other sweet things. But I mean, that just like really puts the Bradley he's Cooper movie star icing cake on the whole damn package. Why did Renee Zellweger break up with him? I don't know, because wow. I think that he didn't want to go for <laughs> He didn't want to be committed. But there was a guy from Alias, the big main guy from Alias, is he cast too, the um, guy with the round glasses. I, I'll look up his name. Um, he cast a guy from that because, you know, he was on Alias. Yeah, that's true. He was. Um, so um, I just don't. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's a that's character so actor that we see in a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, but it was really... Yeah, Donnie, you're going to have to go. I'm telling you, you you're going to oh, love I, it. I do plan on it. I, I was just wondering if this this little line, and you guys saw the movie, this would be one of those in the future, and the an iconic movie line. Okay. This one right here. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. Yes. That one right there. Yeah, instead yes. of here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> no, hey, no, hey, hey I just want to take you. another look at you. Listen, that's a good line for anybody yeah. if you're trying to impress somebody and then they... Because the hey. first time he says it to her, the way it's said to her, it's just so. Oh, it is. It's Ron Rifkin. You, he's a character actor. He's been in a ton of different yes. things. But oh my gosh, yeah, really, really good. It was good. All right, listen. Well, speaking of really, really good, uh, Donnie has posted a trailer for a movie that looks really, really good. And Taylor Kitsch, our boyfriend, is in this. Two different movies, but two of our boyfriends are. I, we're going to talk about and both of them. Stars on Friday Night Lights for three solid hours this morning your eyes look i was wondering if you could even come in so i'm like do we need to find someone for you because it's just this is a hard week but full disclosure Mm -hmm. not only everything that was going on like with these hearings but last saturday was my nephew's second year anniversary of his taking his life and tomorrow is my other nephew's the seven year anniversary Mm -hmm. So I this is a, this is a I tough this week. this for my whole family oh, yeah it's you know so I already feel vulnerable yeah. and raw mm-hmm. with my heart mm-hmm. and I don't like showing my heart I don't like being I'm vulnerable. well aware of you I am a cancer <laughs> yeah. I can be very loving but I don't like to do that and I guess like between those two. Family injustices that happened to me. This other injustice just like put me over the edge, mm-hmm. and so I think I was crying for all three. I think you're right. Probably. I think you're right. Okay, right. so Donnie, you have a a, a trivia fact from well, the 1976 Stars Bar. I don't, but boy, we had an eagle-eared listener. You okay. know, I, I just played this right. Hey, what? I just want to take another look at you. Sounds she, like Chris she told me that that. Is an homage to the 1976 version. That exact line oh, is, is in the 76 version. When Streisand gets out of the limo, Chris Christopherson says Insist. that to her. Oh, see, my sister so would. And cool. he sounds kind of like Chris Christopherson. <laughs> my sister, who well, in seventh believe- grade, saw that 12 times and has since seen it. 50. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. She will know it. She's it's seen it more than you. Oh gosh, I think a lot of people have. I bought that album and just listened to it but over and over. Imagine though, like being uh-huh. in seventh grade with your girlfriend. And, and you're just kind of really, just really interested, and in, like that. That would that would be such an exciting movie to see. Mm-hmm. Worse, when we were at at the Highland Movie Theater mm-hmm. when I worked there, our our thing was was Grease. Oh, yeah. I mean that Grease when that. Oh yeah, like three million times. Yeah, three million. Times. I mean every every minute. All right. So what is Taylor Kitsch going to be in, Lori? Mm-hmm. 
Our Friday night boys. Okay, so here's what's happening. Okay, tell me. With uh, Taylor Kitsch. He, uh, let me see, let me see. He is joining J.K. Simmons, Academy Award winner, Sienna Miller, Chadwick Boseman, in the action thriller, 17 Bridges for Avengers, um, Infinity War. But it's not what you think. Promise? Because it sounds like an Avenger movie, but people like those. It follows a disgraced New York City detective, Chadwick Boseman, who after being thrust into a citywide manhunt for cop killers, is given a shot at redemption. When the search intensifies, extreme measures are taken to prevent the killers from escaping Manhattan as the authorities close all 17 bridges for any entry or exit from Manhattan. So I don't know if they just put in that Infinity War. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I read it wrong. It's just called 17 Bridges. Oh, thank you. Yeah, not 17 Bridges for Avengers Infinity War. Thank you. It's just called 17 Bridges. The guys who did Avengers Infinity War are um, making the movie. Okay, got it. So they closed the 17 Bridges into Manhattan and... Um, it sounds really good, but it, it isn't an Avengers movie. No, so it's, it's real just people. called Seventeen okay. Bridges. It's about this cop. <laughs> they are these killers are trying to escape. Okay. I don't know what part Taylor Kitsch is playing or Sienna or J.K. Simmons, but Kitsch was most most recently in, in Only the Brave, and then in the the six part miniseries, which he was so great in Waco. Yeah, he was so. Anyway. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. about that. Yeah, so um, that's kind of exciting. And then um, our other boyfriend from Friday Night Lights, um, Chadwick, or not, um, what's his name? Michael, Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. The Creed trailer is posted. Mm-hmm. The second. Second. Second Creed And you trailer. love those. Yeah. Well, the Creed was amazing. Oh, that so was amazing. really a good movie. And this trailer looked good. Yes. It looked good, Absolutely. you know, same yeah. story, right? And his mm-hmm. character. And so that's happening. Bruce Dern, that we grizzled have... <laughs> man, uh, fabulous actor, With father a of signature voice. Well, remember how great he was in Nebraska? Oh, yes, so good. he was. Okay, but he is like a grizzled old man. Yes, he is. He is replacing <laughs> Burt Reynolds in the Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in oh, Hollywood. Yeah. That's an excellent choice i think yeah so you know um and bruce dern was like longtime friends with burt reynolds and um of course bruce dern played the most pissed off man in the world in the hateful eight if you were unlucky enough to see that I didn't see it. Movie. am i the only one who kind of liked that i you liked oh. it <laughs> I, I didn't it see okay. it did casey see it <laughs> yes yeah. he hated it too oh, he did? i mean he oh, liked God. some of the violence but Jesus, Kurt Russell, that was just a terrible movie. Anyway, he's going to play this, the 80-year-old ranch owner who lets the Manson family camp out on his ranch. Oh, got it, got it, In the months before they married the, uh, did the murders, you know, so anyway. I have to make an announcement yes. from um, our friends at Excel Energy Center. What, do we have a new um, concert? You know, well, Justin Timberlake is this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, mm-hmm. and excellent tickets have just been released. So, so if you want some good tickets, go and get them right now. Yeah, right that, now. That, let me or right tell now. you the Hollywood speak on that. Those tickets. Those are the tickets that are being turned back by the promoters for all the friends and 
people that Justin had in the Twin Cities or people who were going to fly in for this concert that, oops, they're not available or they don't want to go. So these are good seats. They're going to be great seats. They're going to be good seats, so get your seats. But you want to get them directly from Excel. Yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. There's our little insider He's releasing them early. What's... What is that? Because usually they release, the concert is Friday and Saturday. So I guess they're releasing the Friday and maybe they'll release Saturday yeah. tomorrow. I don't think it's that early. Usually it's day of. You really? Yeah, All right. Times. Well, okay. that's happening. Do you have um, 250000 Oh, let me just. Laying around? You know, I do. Let me just get my checkbook okay. out. It's right over well, here. I've Donnie, got it in cash. Donnie, do you have 250000 laying around? I was hoping you'd lend it to me. Yeah, because we could buy Marilyn Monroe's 1956 Thunderbird, which is supposed to get a half a million at okay, auction. Okay, that would be really fun. It would be amazing, but I think that car is going to go for more. Yeah. It is. It's part of the Icons and Idols Hollywood thing that's happening in L.A. and live online at julianslive.com. Okay. November 16th, 17th, if you got this money. Um, she bought the car in 1955 before she married her third husband, the playwright Arthur yes. Miller. Yes. And they That's- drove this car to their civil wedding ceremony and likely their private uh, wedding in, in June of 1956. And then in 1962... She gave the car to John Strasberg, the son of her acting coach and close friend, Lee Strasberg, as a birthday gift. And she died a few months later. Mm-hmm. And she ended up leaving most of her state to uh, Lee Strasberg. And then when Lee, the acting coach, died, his wife, his third wife, inherited basically everything. Oh, my And gosh. then sold that off to a company in CMG. Sold wow. it way too early because Marilyn Monroe's icon and her image would be worth a ton of money. Well, whoever knows that, sometimes you just don't want to carry around all the stuff. Yeah, you're missing my point. I know I'll I am. explain it to you later. <laughs> I know. I have to work on your face. Intellectual property is what oh, yeah. is the image. Oh, the intele- oh, you don't I- have to carry